Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Just you guys' thoughts on that game. I mean, you guys really like to make it interesting, don't you? No, not really. <laughs> My bad, man. I miss fire free throws, but... Um, Got the job done, you know. Uh, we got defensive stops when we needed to, you know. Um, Dejan, I think he had like three or four charges. Nate came in and rebounded his butt off today, and um, finished really well. Made free throws, um, besides myself. But um, we got the stops that we need to get, you know. Uh, we knew that, you know, we we're gonna pride ourselves on defensive end, and uh, that's what happened. Yeah, I think it was uh, it's hard to win in this league, especially consistently. Mm -hmm. So for us to come back. Uh, Pretty much from back to back game and come out here and fight uh, for two overtimes and you know come out with the win was big and huge for our, our momentum uh, continuing on to next week. So it was it was huge for this team. Hey, you had an interesting game. You scored like the team's first six points. I think you had a season high at halftime. Then you didn't take a shot in the second <laughs> half of the last two overtimes. Yeah. Talk, talk about that. Uh, I mean, T. Brown and my other teammates got found me on the right spot, so I was just did my job and finish them. Uh, we watched a lot of film over this week, and we talked about amongst bigs that you know we got to finish a lot better. You know the guards are looking for us now, so they're collapsing on TB a lot. So the dump offs are going to be there, so we just got to do a better job of finishing. And so I just try to do my best job and finish out the rim. And then uh, as far as the rest of the game, I mean, the game has its tied, so it wasn't my tie was over. So now it was for TB or Cole or Emmett or anybody else. So that's how I went. Charlie, you played 45 minutes, two overtimes. Is that the most minutes you've ever played in a game? Uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, maybe. I mean, I think back in Seattle, you probably played an overtime game. Probably played like 40, some 44, some some close, I think. But um, I'll say yeah, probably the most minutes I ever played. Five minutes actually. Do you get tired? Uh, nah, I really don't. Um, I just find that extra energy, you know, I know uh, the team depends on me, you know, to get stops, to, you know, uh, score tonight, um, and just lead, keep leading, you know, um, I can't show fatigue, so other dudes, you know, can step it up st still too. It also seems like you guys may lead the country in opponents hitting threes at the end of the shot clock. How deflating is that? Uh, it's tough. Uh, you know, you work hard for 29 seconds and then, you know, they throw up something like a player and it just goes in so it's like you know what we got to get back and try to do it again and try to stop them this time and make adjustments um because the game moves fast so we just try to make adjustments as the on the fly uh and those are you know those are part of the game you make some you miss some you guys have won five out of six now in league can you kind of pinpoint what's turned things around for you defense mm -hmm. defense that's our that's what we hang our hat on every day uh every game making stops, turning teams over, uh, getting in transition, getting easy buckets, and then when we're in half court, spacing it out, uh, letting our players play, letting our play, playmakers play make, um, and then playing as a team, playing together and believing in each other. That has been our biggest you know, mantra for the past, I would say, five out of the six games is believe. 
And so just remind each other that day by day, you know, us as leaders, just remind other guys, just believe, believe, and keep fighting, keep believing, and you have results like this. Can you feel that starting to take hold? Oh, yeah, for sure. Steamroll. That's, that's, what, we, that's what we go by, steamroll. Hey, just how big was that shot by Dejan? It was his only basket of the game. And then to follow that up with, oh, I think that was his only shot in the second half. And, um... I ain't gonna make the passes on that. Uh, Dejan, I, I mean, I know Dejan puts the work in. I know um, he works his, his tail off in the gym, him and Cole, but Dejan, you know, um, for the first shot, um, he was open. I mean, I'm gonna always pass to my open teammates. You know, I don't have to take every shot. And I know he's capable of making those shots, and he did, you know. And then um, Cole, I, I already, Cole told me he ain't never gonna miss two in a row. So he missed one early, he got his feet wet, uh, but then he said, come back to me. He said, I got you next time in the huddle. And um, sure enough, he, he, he knocked it down. Have you felt any frustration at all from Deja just about the season? Like, offensively, he just hasn't been there for him. Uh, he's been a rock on the, the defensive end, but his shooting just really hasn't been there. Oh, not at all. He just cares about winning. He, he, he can have zero points. If he's, as long as we win, you know, and the plays that he made are bigger than scoring. He took three or four charges, like I said. Um, he plays hard, you know, um, deflections, steals, all that, you know. And uh, he's not too big on scoring. He's whatever the team needs, he, he's going to get it done. Could you feel the crowd and the dog pack? Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to speak on that? Yeah, the crowd was electric. <laughs> uh, it was a, a lot of points where we couldn't hear each other. Uh, I'm in the back line trying to talk to TB, talk, talk to Dejan, top of his own, let him know screens are coming. I'm pretty sure they barely could hear me. Uh, but. You know, we love that, that the crowd is, you know, rallying behind us now. Um, you know, it's, all we can ask for is just continue to come out and support, and we're going to put on the show for you guys. So the crowd was huge. Big momentum swing. That's probably the biggest crowd in two years. Yeah, it was, it was huge. I, I looked up on the, you know, I was subbed out for a second, and I was like, there's a lot of people in here. You know, just take it in a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It's just the last couple of games, it seems like you may be settling into your role a little bit more and taking a bigger – bigger pride in your rebounding and defense. So are you tend to focus on that a little bit more these last three, four games? Um, I wouldn't say focus more. I just feel like it's always been my role for this team uh, to be an anchor defensively, uh, rebounding, and finishing on the basket and doing the little things that, you know, may not show up on the stat sheet, but are really game-winning plays. So, mm-hmm. um, and it just comes with reps. You know, as the season's gone on, you know, my minutes have increased a lot as you see in me staying out of foul trouble. So uh, being out there and, and learning ways to be effective and watching film and going over with why I came about, uh, what can I do better? Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that's been a focus for me. But what I, what you see is what I do all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's that's all I tell them. I just tell them, don't get in foul trouble. We need you late. You know, we, we kind of go small and it's kind of it's kind of tough rebounding. So don't get in no foul trouble, you know. He's been he's been on that. He hasn't been fouling. Playing the second half down in the paint, where you set a screen, and I mean it was just like a wall, and you almost smiled when you went. <laughs> yeah. How much does he open that up just with his size? I think uh, recently, you know, we've been talking a lot during practice and stuff like that. You know, um, I was like, we just, I think it's just, uh, I don't want to compare myself. Don't take this wrong, but like Chris Paul, DeAndre, and you know, I just want to have that communication, that connection with my big man. I mean, I know uh, he sets a lot of screens. He does a lot of you know dirty work for us. You know. So, you know, the, the stuff he does doesn't go on, like you said, a stat sheet. 
But um, I appreciate him. I, that, I always like thank you, Nate, you know, and stuff like that. So I really appreciate him. I got to clear the lane out for him. Yeah. Make it easy for him. That's with anybody, though. I told mm -hmm. him all the time. I said, just drive. I'm going to clear it out for mm -hmm. you every time. Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Hey, um, uh, the play that you made late in the first half, which seems like four hours ago, but just if you could take us through that last play in the first half, you like sized up the, the guy, looked like you were going to drive the hit the three. Yeah, um, man. Uh, I knew they were going to play the drive. Um, I can hear them. You know, I'm, I'm a student. I'm a listener, so I'm, I'm adjusting with them, guys. You know, as the time going, and um, it was like, you know, um, sit on the left or something like that. Like he's going to go left, and then I uh, kind of baited him into like think I was going to go downhill, and I just stopped. And as a shot, I worked on this uh, earlier today, um, before the game actually, and um, it paid off right there. As you're seeing these teams now for the second time, are you seeing more of that that like people think that they know you, that they have an idea of what they want to do against you, and now you've got to go into like a, a plan B? Uh, not at all. Um, yeah, um, I only shot two threes today. Um, I think if, if it was different, I would have shot maybe eight threes or something like that, like in Stanford. But no, I don't think there's anything different. Uh, my teammates find me in spots. Uh, the coaches, staff move me around in different positions to come off uh, off-ball screens, on-ball screens, double screens and stuff like that. So I don't think... Uh, me changing my game for the opponent. No, I never did that. I'm not going to start. I think they got to adjust to what I do. Anything else? Plans for tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, uh, AFC championship and NFC. I ain't really going to watch the NFC. I'm a Seahawks fan, so. And both those teams beat my team, so I ain't even. Uh, did I play football? Funny story. I don't have time for it, but middle school, I came out. Playing my friends, you know, padded up and everything, broke my wrist right before first day of sixth grade. Never again. Hung it up. <laughs> so I was like, forget it. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. How was your heartbreak? I don't even know if I have one. <laughs> it's flatlining on here. Like, where, where, where's the heart rate? Is it here? Uh, uh, Apple Watch, broken. Something's happening. Not normal. I want to know, were there dead bodies in here? What's, where's the tape? Uh, I want to know what happened here. What happened? Nice to see you. Hey, just how did you guys do do that one? I mean, it just felt like you kind of left everything out there. That's this group, um, leaving everything out there. It's a great, uh, great way to define them. They, uh, they never say die. They never say quit. They just keep fighting, and uh, got a. A gritty group out there. When you talk about being tougher together, uh, that's an example. You know, down four, two minutes to go, find a way. Um, wasn't pretty by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the plays that were made were tough. Um, felt like everything was against us, and they just kept fighting. And uh, we, we, we like to look at our huddles, and uh, near the end of the game, we had one of the best huddles we've seen. And that's when you know you're starting to really gel and come together. And... Uh, just really proud of them. I mean, that was, that was, I mean, Utah gave us a, a trouble the last time. You know, they're fighting for life. Craig uh, has uh, had a hard run, but he's got them playing so hard. And uh, Brandon Carlson came back, and we knew how tough they were going to be. And, um, you know, we just made some plays down the stretch. But we, we, sh we showed a lot of toughness the last two games. Talked to the guys before, but it seems like you guys lead the country and giving up three-point shots with the shot clock running out. How deflating is that? <laughs> um, 
That's going to leave a mark, by the way. Uh, it's, it's not deflating. You know, what, what, what we felt like and what we kept telling the guys is I think in the, in the, the first half they made six baskets with like two or less seconds on the shot clock. And we knew that team, you know, the, the teams are saying, you know, you can't turn it over here versus Washington. So they're using that clock. They want to shorten the game. And, and uh, you know, they've got good players, and they, they made a couple shots, um, you know, uh, shot clock going down. But we felt like uh, we were, played great defense for 29 seconds, 28 seconds. And that's where we challenged them in the second half. Uh, still kind of happened a few times. Sometimes that happens. Um, Sometimes you miss foul shots. Sometimes you may miss a wide open shot. Sometimes you make a bad play. But as long as you keep your head and you're able to have a short term memory and you come out and get right back on track to what we're trying to do, um, that's what's when you start seeing maturity as a team. And I, I felt like that tonight. Mike, people are starting to characterize you as kind of a surprise team in the Pac 12. Are they surprising you? Oh, you know what? No. I, I, you know, we knew what. what um, the type of team that we had. Now it just goes back to, you know, coaching, you know, can you get these guys to gel quicker? You know, that's part of the ups and downs of the season. It's been a kind of a, uh, you know, a roller coaster ride, uh, COVID. You know, there's so many different issues, but when you have veteran players that um, are high character kids that just work exceptionally hard and take practice seriously and, acad you know, just, just the this character of a team. And, you just knew that we were going to, how do we reach our potential? And the fun thing about this team is, is I, I still think there's a whole nother area. You know, um, there's certain guys that are playing at a high level. They've been playing at a high level for the most of the year, but there's a few guys that we still know there's some meat on the bone. And that's what's so exciting. It would seem that the Scottery report on Terrell would be out there. That, like, you know, that everybody seemingly knows what he likes to do. And yet, when he plays a team for the second time, he goes off for 30. And it's in that same manner. How is that possible? He watches tape, too. You know, teams are going to make their adjustments. He watches tape, too. We watch tape, too. So we know they're going to defend a certain way. He starts to figure out different ways. And boy, he like gets the he gets the eyes, boy, and it's it's going to be hard to stop. <laughs> you know, he is like a freight train. And he's got such a great feel. He's such a great instinct player. Um, but I'm with you, Percy. It's kind of like you're sitting there like, how can you let him? But he just finds a way. Uh, it's like the guys that you say, listen, he's going to go left every time. But for some reason, they still know how to get to their left hand. <laughs> and that's when you have a unique talent. You know, you, you find a way. And that's that's who he's been. I think I asked you like earlier, but a, a comp for Terrell would, would be who? Who does he read my Do you know what's interesting is the guys were talking about the other day, um, and I had mentioned a guy who I played with at Syracuse named Sherman Douglas. And Sherman, they called him the general. And he was, you know, Terrell's a better scorer. Uh, Sherman was just, but they were just tough. It was, it was all built on hard work and grittiness. Um, you know, and he just figured out ways to win. And a kind of, kind of a modern-day guy that, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to say his game's like that, but more of the mentality is a guy like Kyle Lowry. You know, like Kyle when he was at Villanova, you know. Um, now, those guys didn't score like Terrell, but that same type of a little bit undersized, and they can go at you and attack you, and they play a physical brand of old-school basketball that uh, is, is so much fun to watch, and you can connect with it and have fun with it, and uh, it's like a throwback. 
Do you know what? The way that they were defending, uh, you know, we kept them in ball screen, and our guys, uh, Deshaun Trail, made some great passes to them, um, got them going. Then they changed how they were defending. Um, but Nate, uh, Nate has been, you know, part of you know the success that we've had has, has been him. He's been incredible on the defensive end, um, rebounding the ball, finishing better around the rim, and you know you can see his confidence starting to, you know starting to really blossom as well. Um, uh, nine rebounds as well. He's, he's, he's been uh, steady Eddie for us. When you're playing well, the little things just become huge. And you've got a lot of guys who are doing a lot of little things. Nate, you know, uh, setting screens at Emmett Matthews another night with double-digit rebounds. Uh, you just got so many little things that are happening, right? Cole coming in and hitting. <coughs> what are some of the little things that you're seeing that are really making a difference in taking this team to level. I think with certain guys, you know, you, you're, our job is to get them to play at the highest level of their individual talent within the team system. And they're starting to understand the system and what we want from them. And then a guy like Cole, you know, who can come in and haven't played maybe for six or seven or eight minutes, nine minutes, ten minutes, and come in and shoot a dagger. That shows maturity. That shows that the, the coaching staff, uh, Coach Podnexter and Coach Jones and Coach Conroy are getting those guys and having them mentally prepared to be able to go in there and produce. That's what it's all about. And I think the fun thing about this team, it's been a different guy every night. You know, it could be Jackson Grant's, uh, you, know, the, you know, we had to go small. And so, you know, we have kind of counter punches for a lot of different teams that we're going to play. Um, I, I shortened the bench a little bit tonight, but a little bit reason why I felt like in our first meeting, uh, our man-to-man -man and our press is what got us, got us back. And so, uh, you know, it worked tonight for us. Like you mentioned, maybe the best huddle would be. What makes a great huddle? You can see when everybody's together, they're all connected and they're all looking at each other. And you can see the, the authenticity of it. There's fake huddles too. <laughs> But then you can see when guys, it's like, a, you know, when you, when you hug your, your wife or your son or your daughter, you know, you, you know, the, the, the love hug compared to like the, the, you know, the side hug with the, you know, the hips, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was my, my example of a hug, but you can just, you, you can see and feel the connectivity. The play I noticed at the end was Cole not taking the three in the last like 20 seconds when you guys were trying to let the clock run out. How, how important is it just to see your team come together and do all those little right things, you know, now that you're going to go back on the road and play? They're, 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 they're finding how, how to win. And, and it's not sometimes less is, you know, when you're trying to, you know, use the clock or be strong with the ball or setting up and, and making foul shots or time and score. Um, you know, that just shows you that you're, you're learning and you're understanding. And uh, to be honest with you, I wish he shot it. And someone was saying, you know, the clock. And I'm like, he, he said the clock. I was like, my man is a flamethrower. I thought that thing was automatic the way my man was looking. Cole has, it's, it's so fun to watch a guy just mature right in front of your eyes uh, and, 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 and have those moments. And, and in our crowd, I'm going to keep saying it, off the charts. You know, and this team deserves it, you know. They deserve it. Hey, um, how big was the three-pointer in uh, the second overtime from Deja to just really get things started? Oh, my God. His three charges, his great penetration and kick, his defense. He had a block shot that very few people on planet Earth can make. 
He just, he just, you know, he didn't have the greatest first half. He just stayed with it. That's the thing about it. Kept being positive, kept encouraging. Teammates started, kept encouraging him and made huge play. And you could see it in his eyes. I mean, how many, uh, in the first couple years, how many threes did he make against us when the, when the game was on the line? He made a half-court shot against USC. He's the guy who loves the moment. And, boy, he just, uh, it was like, oh, my God. It's like, I don't even, can't even tell you what it feels like as a coach when you see that, man. Pretty cool. Oh, is my heart going yet? Has it started? Siri's going to tell me in a minute. All right, guys. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.